I'm Jonathan Smelly, a public relations major at SMU. Welcome to Hello Hilltop. Today we will be discussing SMU's unique residential common structure and how they have changed in light of COVID-19. Today I'm joined by Sam Straub, the president of McElvinney Commons, who is currently a sophomore finance major. Hello, Sam. Hey, Johnny. Thanks for having me. Of course. And I'm also lucky to be joined by Jordan Harrell, the president of Cockrell McIntosh, who is currently a sophomore as well, studying English, creative writing, and journalism. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Johnny. How are you today? Doing great. How are you? Good. It's also important to note that uh, Jordan is my predecessor as the Cockrell McIntosh president, which I just wanted to let y'all know in case you hear any bias on my end. Um, but with all that being said, I just wanted to start off by saying thank you to Sam and Jordan for doing this. This interview is one that is important to me because being the president taught me so much and forced me to grow into a better leader. Uh, the role of a Commons president is also incredibly important just in general. They seek to improve the college experience for the residents. They plan academic and social events. They build and facilitate a culture within their Commons and they allocate money for their Commons. Quite tedious work. Um, the job of the president is a hard one, but it's definitely one worth pursuing. So I was wondering, uh, Sam and Jordan, I was wondering why y'all decided to be your Commons president. Um, Sam, how about you go first? Yeah, so my decision to run for Commons president, I think, was uh, kind of unique in motive. Um, obviously, I was very passionate about the McIlvaney community last year. Uh, I felt like it, it contributed a lot to my personal growth. Um, and there were a lot of things that I liked about the community that I wanted to bring out more. Uh, but the, the primary reason I ran for the president position was to get for, first choice of rooms so I could get the biggest room in McElveen. <laughs> I respect it. that. I respect <laughs> that as well. Not going to lie, that was one of my motives as well. Um, how, how, did you get the room you wanted? I did get the room I wanted, and it was uh, just as big as I hoped it would be. So, um you know, I'm enjoying that. Perfect. Um, and Jordan, how about you? Why did you decide to run for president? Uh, well, I guess this is biased, but you was my president there at Commons Council. And you made it so much fun. And I was like, I want to keep this alive. I'm blushing. So I had to run. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. I had to. So what have y'all enjoyed the most so far about y'all's experiences? Um, I really enjoy the team that I have. They're also, we have been planning events, like we're having the tradition of pumpkin carving coming up. And it's just like, even though with all the changes, we're still able to put on events for Cockrell and we're able to communicate in such a way that it just flows. I really appreciate that. That's so awesome. I just want y'all to know that um, I actually started the tradition of the pumpkin carving contest. It was definitely my legacy. I left freshman year. Um, I'm so happy you are keeping that up, even though I'm gone. I didn't realize that. Um, Sam, what about you? What has been your most favorite thing? Um, I've really enjoyed the opportunity, I guess, to be the upperclassman in the building um, through the pandemic. I feel like a lot of the freshmen are coming here and don't really know what to do. Um, to meet people or uh, to get involved around campus. So being that connection to them who can show them around um, and just kind of being a leader to a lot of younger uh, residents has easily been my favorite part of the position. Yeah, you're such an outgoing person too. So I, I'm sure they appreciate it and you've gotten to know them really well. Um, I'm blushing. 
so another distinction of SMU's residential common structure is that they actually have professors who live in the dorm with their own families. And that's just truly such a special thing. And I know that I took it for granted during my time in the commons. Um, each week, this professor for, uh, or faculty in residence, or even fur as we call them, uh, they do something to bring everyone in the commons together. For Cockrell McIntosh, I know our fur was Sandy Duhay, who's the chair of corporate communication and public affairs. Each Sunday, she would cook an entire feast for the commons, and it was a, an amazing time just for us all to unwind and be friends. Uh, and I know in light of COVID, this is something that has probably had to change. How do these events look now for your commons? Yeah. I'll take it. All right. Um, so our fur is Jim Hart. Big shout out to that guy. He's the director of entrepreneurship at the Meadow School. Um, so he's a great resource for all of our residents. And he, he, he and his family host now. They used to do a Sunday breakfast for everybody. Uh, where we'd all obviously go to their apartment in the commons and eat breakfast with all the other residents. But this year, obviously, we can't meet in that situation. So we're now doing Tuesday nights. He and his family make little to-go homemade treats for residents just to get on the way in and out of the front door. Um, but yeah, that tradition is still alive and, and still really strong. Obviously, we've had to overcome some adversity, but it's uh, still a great time and still very involved. That's so commendable on their part. Like, I know this is just as hard on them as it is for us, and the fact that they're willing to keep going and making the additional effort, it's really remarkable. It's, it's a ton of extra work that is is just really impressive and almost inspiring because like these people are just very, very passionate uh, I, I think all the firms equally are, yeah. um, but it's really good to have them around. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Jordan? What has Sandy been up to? Um, Sandy has been great. Um, like for the first couple of weeks, she made cockerel mini treats where she'd go door by door with the rest of the duhays and drop them off personally. Um, we had some great treats like her brownies, amazing. Um, and now we're doing cockerel, we're doing mini eats instead where you have to sign up by genius um to get a slot to get a home cooked meal and she puts them in little to go boxes with a cute little label and it's so sweet mm -hmm. and she even expanded to like making a little youtube channel where she gives like tips throughout the week like she has one about stains and it's sent in our little weekly um email so she does her best to stay um, like stay communicating with everyone, and I really appreciate that. It's like she goes out her way. Yeah, I, I ran into Sandy this summer, and I actually asked her about this because I know that Cockerel Eats was one of her favorite things about being a fur and being able to feed those people. She always says that uh, food is the way to the heart and mm -hmm. she knows that if, and she loves cooking and she was like, if there are residents in my building, they will be eating my food one way or another <laughs> if they want it. Um, so I'm so happy that worked out for y'all. That's amazing. So one of SMU selling points that I still remember and that actually sold me on this university is how SMU set up their residential common structure in a way that could be likened to that of the Harry Potter houses. And that we're all assigned to a commons, uh, compete for our commons and build a deep sense of community in our commons. I know from firsthand experience that the commons cup is arguably one of the most essential ways to build that community. 
So for those of you who may not be informed, the Commons Cup is split into like different categories such as homecoming, intramurals, and quiz bowls. Each Commons is ranked by how they perform at the event and are awarded points accordingly. So I was wondering how the Commons Cup is structured this year and if it's changed at all. If you want to take this one first. Uh, yeah, I can take this one. Um, it, I wouldn't say it changed a lot. Like they made adaptions, um, like virtual events. We have esports now instead of actual outdoor sports. It's minus the soccer tournament, which was super fun. But they're doing their best to keep it as normal as possible. But at the same time, taking precautions to make sure everyone's safe. Like they had to reschedule the talent show to make it a virtual event. But for the most part, it doesn't feel as different, especially when they keep us updated on the date. So we're able to get people involved with it. That's awesome. Um, Sam, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, yeah, I'm happy uh, Jordan spoke first so I could hear her next move um, before <laughs> she hears ours, because obviously we're competing. But over in McIlvaney, we are uh, just as motivated as ever. Um, we're going to be taking this Commons Cup this year, no matter what mm -hmm. it looks like. I'm yeah, sorry, I disagree. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, but obviously, most most of the events are, or all the events are, 95% mm, of the events are virtual this semester. Um, and so we're just trying to keep the involvement up and maybe things will look different next semester. But right now, yeah, we're just all behind Zoom and uh, intramurals are all esports. Okay. That's good. I'm glad they were able to find a compromise and be able to keep that, uh, keep that sport equivalent in there at least. Um, so y'all were both freshmen last year. So with that being said, and, um, y'all having a whole entire semester ex to experience college and commons normalcy. How has the Commons life changed in regard to interactions with others, um, just with your fellow residents? I think obviously there's a decreased interaction between residents, obviously behind a mask. Some people have those communication barriers, but I know our leadership team in McIlvaney has been trying really hard to just lead a good example um, by greeting residents anytime we see them, or just trying to be friendly, trying to create that environment that we had last year. Obviously there are challenges, but um, I think everything's pretty much being overcome and it's as close to last year as it could be. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Good on McElvaney's part. Now, how did Cockrell one-up them, Jordan? <laughs> yeah, I completely <laughs> agree. Like, um, I know last year I spent like all my time in the lobby. Second floor was the best floor, but I was always in the lobby. And I know we can't do the same thing like being in the lobby as a whole as we did last year, but we're doing more events and like on the porch outside. Cause you know, people have to walk out and they gotta come in. So they gotta stop yeah. one way or the other. So just meeting people through that. And then just being friendly as Sam was saying, and just going out your way to introduce yourself to people. I met like a, a great amount of awesome freshmen. They're super cool and they're very involved. So, yeah. That's awesome. So how is like the furniture and the setup within the, like that common area and each of the lobbies? Like, is it still there? Are the tables still pushed together? The tables are still there, but it's like a Jenga, not a Jenga puzzle, but like a jigsaw puzzle. Like it's a mm -hmm. table turned one way and it's a table turned the other way. And they have certain stickers on how far you're supposed to be away from each other. 
Yeah. And they still have the couches and the TV. It's just you can't have more than six people in the lobby at a time. Got you. Okay. So, um, I know every year each Commons hosts an annual event for the SMU community. And I know for Cockrell, they host the Cockrell Classic, which is that winter-themed event that became a tradition my freshman year in 2018. Um, I was wondering if the Commons are still able to hold their annual events and what they're going to look like this year. Yeah, Jordan, go ahead. Um, so, Cockrell Classic, we're still keeping that, but we're going to push it to the spring. So, it won't be a winter event. We're going to make it St. Patrick's instead. I don't know why I'm supposed to announce that like that, but that's what we're doing. That is so exciting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Keep going. Yes. Sorry to interrupt. We um, moved it to the spring because we didn't want to rush it because, like, with the planning and making sure everything is COVID safe. And then maybe we're hoping that in the spring cases go down so it can be a little different. Mm -hmm. But we're really excited to be planning that. They're trying to make Eric dress up as a leprechaun. We don't know if he will <laughs> actually do that, but it's going to be fun. That would be so funny. Sam, what about McIlvaney's event? Yeah, so our big event is um, Camp McIlvaney. So that's actually a spring event that I would have ended up leading last semester if we were on campus. Uh, that will end up going to whoever the president-elect is in uh, next spring. But we had to cancel it last year with uh, getting sent home and everything. So we're not really sure how the big event that we usually host is going to go. I know that we have, um, I don't know if, if I know that Jordan has not been made aware of this yet, but we're going to be hosting, um, a projector inflatable an inflatable projector movie night, uh, on Halloween in the mid quad that we're in the work right now. So obviously our, our big camp of McIlvany is not what it was two years ago, but we're still running our events. Obviously it's just, more outdoors. Awesome. So I actually want to say something about that. So the McQuad basically is what McIlvaney, Momac, and Cockrell McIntosh call uh, their, <laughs> the little quad that the three of them are all in together. So the fact that I'm talking to two presidents right now that are in that same com that same quad complex is pretty cool. So we, I know during my time, the three of them would always have McQuad events and would do things out there. So, recently in the past two weeks, colleges and universities across the nation have started to cancel their spring break plans, including the University of Alabama and Oklahoma University. Do y'all see this happening to SMU, and are you worried about finishing out your term? I think, I think, uh, I think it's likely to happen. Um, we, uh, we know that we're not coming back to school after Thanksgiving break, and I don't think that we're getting a better control of this pandemic statistics-wise. So I think that we would end up following these big schools just to avoid any um, legal trouble, which is kind of one of SMU's top priorities. Yeah. Jordan, do you have anything to add on to that? Yeah, I completely agree with Sam. Um, I, I hope for a spring break, but the likeliness of that but I know, I feel like they have to find a way to give us a break because right now experiencing no fall break is really getting to me emotionally, especially after we didn't have a Labor Day. So I feel like they have to navigate a way to at least let the college students breathe a bit, but I don't, I don't really know if we're going to have a spring break. 
Yeah, I mean, and, it's it's all up in the air right now. There's no telling. Um, but uh, the, yeah, go ahead, Sam. Something else, because just uh, food for thought, the, the reason they would cancel a spring break is because they don't want us going places and exposing ourselves to other people. But for the record, we had, we had a family weekend within the past exactly. two weeks. And the university invited families from all across the country and all across the world so I don't know where SME priorities exactly lie. Um, I don't know if there's money to be made from us leaving from spring break, but I think if there is, then we'd probably leave. I think if there's more money if we stay, that's also what's gonna happen. Yeah, I can see that being the case too. Um, well, my last question to y'all is, with so much divisiveness happening in the world today, what have y'all done as leaders and how have y'all used your position as president to make people feel included within your commons? I'll take this one first. Um, I've just tried, I've tried, I've tried to be a positive leader. I've tried to be really outgoing. Um, one, kind of going back to one of the first points I made in one of your earlier questions, just being a strong leader and a, a friendly face within the community. I, I try to never let a face that I recognize walk past me without some kind of acknowledgement. Um, and I think just little things like that bring people together and make people more comfortable. I think that during the pandemic, some more introverted people have have started to kind of fall behind the mask and let, let their identities kind of hide behind the mask and be less social. And, and I've just tried to encourage just normal interactions between people so we don't lose that kind of uh, socialization. Yeah. Jordan? Um, For me, it's more so being like, I know when I ran for president, my platform was like making sure Compro has a voice, making sure we hear what the people wants to do. And just being able to do that, like I think the, one of the awesome is things, I don't even know if that's a word, but I'm gonna use it, <laughs> um, that we did was having one of like our general body members playing an event. And we have a sophomore transfer, Delaney, she playing this awesome event, Bob Ross paintings. And we had like a great turnout. But it's just more so seeing, like, telling or allowing the um, community to know that they have options, they have outlets, creative outlets, whether they want to plan something, we can plan it for them, they can take control of that and just letting them know that, oh, you can do so much more than stay in your rooms during this whole pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, before we wrap up, is there anything else that either of you want to add or do any of y'all have other comments? No? I love you, John Evans. Oh, thank you. I love you too, Jordan. Um, Man. Thank you, Sam. Y'all were absolutely amazing. And I just wanted to say thank you for coming out and being our guest here on Hello Hilltop. Uh, we also want to say thank you to our listeners. Don't forget to catch our other podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, and more. Make sure to follow us on social media by, by visiting Facebook and Instagram accounts at SMU Hello Hilltop. Again, that's at SMU Hello Hilltop, where you can find behind-the-scenes info and upcoming podcasts. Until next time, we'll see you on the Hilltop.